0: Spears and Steinberg, you know what the fuck it is, Aries and Andy, you and a jerk, you know it's time to get this work, the real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine, no political corrections, (laughs) always sleep, fuck being a woke, we discuss politics and jokes, there's levels to this shit. This O Steve comes to us from Ulysses Buckhalter. Uh, this is the O Steve that I that I sent out. Resend, yo, this doe. I got an O Steve. Honestly, I don't think I still get it for real, frill. Real, but I want to try. LOL. A guy think uh, a guy think he sees his wife step into a bar with another man. Hastily runs into the bar looking around. He sees a woman at the bar that was wearing a similar outfit. He approached her. She turns around. It's not his wife. He asks, have you seen a guy and girl come in here? The guy was wear a white socks hat. The guy was wear a white socks hat. Another man walks up. Hey, why are you talking to my wife? The wife explains he's looking for a guy in a white socks hat. The man adds, Yeah and a black jacket. Another man walks up that fits the description. Hey, you're good? We have a pro- hey, you're good? Are we good? You have a problem? The man asks. The wife and husband explains. The man adds, yeah, but this guy had on some Tims. They hear moaning coming from the back room. They all walk towards the moans. Simultaneously, the man from the back, uh, the moan from the back, all three people at the bar says, oh, Steve. play the music <laughs> Hey man, you least man, at least you tried, brother. You know? You tried. And in this era that we live in now of extreme moisture, you get a 15th place trophy. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, uh, we're we're here in um in Timonium, Timonium, Maryland, and uh, there was a dude who came up to me, uh, really cool dude that listens to the podcast. I don't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but he drives and he said he, he he's been wanting to send us an old Steve and some emails, but he's afraid because he doesn't write well said that you know his you know that he writes fine, but for you he's gonna mm-hmm. get the ten dollars a lot of money and he' didn't but no, that, get well, that,
0: if he's telling you
1: this he should know proofread yep yeah, but he said he's still gonna fuck it up. so what I'm saying is damn dude, you hear people come on this show all the time just send in your shit man maybe maybe it's gonna get uh, a huge uh you know applause break and everybody's gonna be really excited to hear you so send it in man and I know you know I'm talking to you because we talked about this send it in. Send it in. Yeah. And speaking of sending it in, uh, Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail is the website. Uh, if is the website. Uh, and if you're on that website, you know that you need to go uh, and take care of business, order some shirts from Aries, but then come back over to our page and like and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. You can't just look at us and not like and subscribe it. Even if you don't like us, like and subscribe it.
0: And if, and, and in case you late to the party. Uh, Yes, the uncensored version of this podcast is available on our Patreon at Spears and Steinberg. You are now watching the censored version. I know it sucks, but, you know, niggas got to make moves, baby. Uh, Stone Batten. Do I want to hit Andy over the head just yet? Yeah. Uh, Let me start out not like that yet. Let me read this one first, and then I'm coming.
1: So look forward to it. All right.
0: Chris and Color, Under the Bus, Hey guys, haven't listened or written in for a while, but finally getting back on track. And just wanted to say, God damn, Andy will always find the white side of things. Uh, that guy will shoot the white man bail at any given chance. Arguing on the side of white slaves and white slave master industrialists is a new one. That car analogy? I don't know how you do it, but I appreciate hearing another perspective. Happy to be back,
1: Chris. I don't remember what I said for a car analogy. Remember,
0: you used a car analogy uh, with the slave thing.
1: I don't remember what I said though.
0: You were basically like, uh, if, if, if you were, uh, if you were not buying, but leasing. Oh
1: yeah. 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 You, you might let it get, no, no, but I, I do think that's true. I, I do. I do think it's true. And and some of the numbers back it up that they were very, that, that, that a lot of those dudes didn't live through their seven years. They didn't make it. So yeah, it's just, it's just the numbers. You guys, you know what, you know what I realize as I as I, as we talk about this and mm. I, I don't speak about these things emotionally at all. Like I'm trying to put this in perspective of like numbers and stuff. Let me just say this and see if this helps anybody out. I doubt that it will, but I'll say it this way. If we're talking about it emotionally, it's wrong. Like all the things that have happened to to blacks throughout the history of the United States, it's wrong. I'm not justifying it to make it right. It's wrong. (laughs) There's never been any that that's not part of the conversation that I'm having. I'm trying to look at the conversation from the way, okay, there was blacks that were slaves and there was indentured servitude. And then these are these numbers. And I go, Hey, we got to We got to throw this in because uh, rich elite white men are the ones that ran the country. There was a lot of poor white people that had no say in anything. As a matter of fact, blacks and whites all lived together at that time being poor and not being well taken care of. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that this was good or this was right. I was just perspective. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Don't get too long, Wendy, because we got, we got okay, a few yeah, of these. Okay, yeah, okay. We got a few of these. Okay, let's go. Okay. I might have to defer to that statement, though, <laughs> okay. on quite a few of them. Um, uh, Steve Batten,
0: episode 536, Under the Bus, Andy, The Slavery. If anyone ever wondered why slavery lasted nearly 400 years in the U.S., I give you Andy as Exhibit 1. Andy is no racist. Andy tries to see the wrongs when it comes to blacks not getting a fair shake in the present. Andy is far from being a bigot. Yet Andy is a white American who has the built-in reflex to mask all the sins of the country. He didn't own slaves. His family probably didn't own slaves. Yet he makes excuses for those in history who did holding true to his whiteness. Notice how he spoke of blacks who owned slaves, why? Because it's the unwritten rule to move the goalposts and find someone to blame, other than white people of that time. Ignore the work which was from sunrise to sunset, the abuse and and threat of abuse was daily. Slaves were made examples of from whippings, hobbling, and any torture the white overseers could come up with. Rapes of women, little girls, men, and little boys were common. When slaves were freed, That was only in name because uh, most slaves were freed with no money and nowhere to go. Then laws were created only for blacks that most still existed up into the 60s. Black codes to Jim Crow laws. Those laws were a way to control black people as an invincible chain. They could not go certain places, buy land certain places, live certain places, any normal life, they were held back. Meanwhile, non-Americans coming to this country didn't have the laws against them. Aries to this day, whites cover up the real evils of slavery in America. This slavery was different from any other before. American chattel slavery was not that of the Bibles. Uh, those slaves didn't get separated, families uh, and forbidden to speak their language or even given new names. Moses was Moses before he was enslaved, during and after. Also, <clears throat> slavery as it was supposed to be back then was to work off payment you received. The Pharaoh kept the slaves past the payment point which is why it was time to let them go. American slavery kept them from birth to death in slavery. Uh, speaking about how good Jefferson was and ignoring his evil is a white thing. Andy tried to make that point using that, uh, using that thought when Hitler uh, had good too since he gave us the Volkswagen Beetle. One last point. Comparing Nazi Germany to the American black Holocaust, Hitler knew everything he did against the Jews was against international laws, that's why he did his best to hide it from the masses. After the war, most Germans and those concentration camps did their best to cover things up. Whatever happened to blacks in the U.S. was pretty much legal. There was no num- there was no Neumenber- Nuremberg trial for the atrocities done to blacks after they were freed. Matter of fact, it got worse because the KKK came into existence in response to freeing blacks. Andy is a good guy, but he holds that subconscious white cover-up of bad slavery just as good as the daughters of the confederacy my two cents love the show okay I... i saw
1: you write notes no because you know why i had to write notes i'm going to tell you he took four conversations and tried to compact it into one uh i this is what andy does first of all you you were all over the fucking place because when uh the last part that i didn't even write down uh About uh, uh, slavery, I I don't even know about Nuremberg, Germany, the Nazis. Yeah, all all, uh, he was everywhere. Okay, first of all, I'm just going to start from where I have. First of all, let's start with this. If we're going to, we're going to. uh, If you're going to understand me, if you want to understand me, you don't have to understand me. If you're going to understand me, first of all, we're going to speak. We're going to speak in two ways. One, and I said this already earlier. If we're going to discuss things emotionally, there's no argument. Emotionally, my heart, what we know. Wrong. There. That that solves the whole problem of what it is. But if we're going to speak on it by numbers and what we're trying to convey, this is a different kind of conversation. Stop saying 400 years in in America, unless we're going to say North America. Because if we're talking about the United States of America, we are not have been around for 400 years. That was thrust upon this country by the King of England. Okay. So yes, it's, it's, it doesn't make a difference, But you have to get the numbers right because if you're going to say America, America has to own it for what it did. America should own it for every day that it had. But when you say things uh, like uh, uh, (sighs) – okay, black – because then he goes into black slaves and how I brought up black slavery. uh, uh, That was a different conversation where where we were talking about why certain people do certain things and why – A black man who was freed, a black freed slave would become a slave owner. And it's because not because it it was looking at it as a racial or how what I'm going to do to someone. It was because that was the way to be successful in this country. And that's why they did it. It wasn't I wasn't trying to say, hey, look, blacks did it, too. That wasn't my point. What my point was, yes, blacks did it because that's the way that the path for success in this country was shown to be, and they followed the path for success. It wasn't because they wanted to enslave uh, their own people. It was because that's how they thought they were going to become successful. That was. It's a different conversation. The reason I brought up uh, something. <sighs> I don't even know. I should have taken better notes on this. I said I wrote it down real fast so that I would know. Oh, and then when you say chattel slavery, America, worst slavery, only place to have this kind of slavery. Well, let's talk about that real quick, though, too, because you're right. It was horrible slavery. It was the worst that there had been. It wasn't American. It was North and South American. As a matter of fact, if we talk about the Willie Lynch letters, where did they come from? South America, sugar, uh, the, the sugar cane farms. That's where this chattel slavery really started from. That's where the Willie Lynch letters come from on how to how to control your slaves came from. So this was all over North and South America. Who were the worst? Who had the worst slavery in the world? So not disagreeing with it, but I'm putting it in context to what you're saying because it's factual, not because I agree that it should. Hey. It's okay because they both did it. No, it was wrong in both. But be, but put the context together correctly. Why am I going to tell a half truth? Tell the whole truth. I'm not disagreeing with you. It was horrible. It should be something that's the black eye of America. After the civil af, after the war against Britain, we had the opportunity to get rid of slavery in this country, and then we wouldn't have this uh, this horrible. Uh, Uh, original sin as they put it on this, on this country, it would be gone. We would have said, Hey, no, we did it. And we got past it. And this is what happened after, uh, and then we go into, what did we do? We had a civil war. We had the civil war so that we could abolish slavery. People said, no, I have, I had, I I love, I love this because I can never get any consensus on this from any groups of people. and I'm watching it right now on TV with this chick that's trying to run for president, Nikki Haley, when she talks about slavery and doesn't doesn't talk about the Civil War and, and slavery and, and but this is a racist country. This
0: is the same chick that said this is not a racist country, right? This,
1: yeah, she, she yeah. said that. So we're we're watching this play out right now. Was the Civil War about slavery? And then some people, I have black people tell me, no, it wasn't because Lincoln wanted. No, it was about slavery. It was about slavery. They succeeded. The, the succession from the United States happened because they wanted to abolish slavery, and this is what we have to do, and this is what we don't do. Was it a horror? Yes. Should there have been slavery? No. But why was there slavery? We didn't have things like tractors. We didn't have things that could move mounds of cotton, and the the the, the, uh, the, the, the currency of the South was cotton, and they needed bodies to do that. That's what slavery was. It had been around for all those years. They bought and invested I'm not agreeing with it. This is the hardest part because I don't agree with it, but this is the truth of it. There is two different facts here. There's the truth of it and what I agree with.
0: Well, listen, I, the only thing I would add is when you go, well, they didn't have tractors and they didn't have the things. They that, didn't. Right, but let me just, But they didn't have the things that we have today. So that's why they were using blacks to be those tractors. Okay, fine. But if that's the case, if you're going to use them to do that, can you use them without the abuse and the yes, rape and the- Yes,
1: yes, yes. But they chose not to. I I I they did choose not to. They chose to make them not human. And that's that's a bigger problem. That's within the bigger problem. But when we're talking about succession and leaving the country, it's because the north wanted that gone. Uh that was the only, that's what their investment is. And I'm not saying that it's right, but the investment was we had we we invested in in bodies to move this stuff because they didn't have any other way to do it, so that's what they did. And that's what they were going to remove that from the South. And now the South was going to become under the thumb of the North because they didn't have the same, they wouldn't have the in income to be uh, a power of uh, of in their own states and their own colonies. That's what it was. okay, real quick. You know what
0: I find interesting, and I don't know why this is, but when I read all the comments on YouTube in regards to uh, the last episode with this, everybody was heavily in your favor. Like, Andy's right, blah, blah, blah. But the emails I got is the opposite. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Let me read another one. I, I know you were on a, on a uh, run. No, no, but no, I, because I, it's
1: not even important. I, no, I, it I, is important. No, 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 I'm, I'm important. sure we're going to get to
0: it on the next no, one. Right, but, but I, I want to call this episode Andy, in my defense— Andy, in my defense? Andy, in my defense. All right. This is from Tyree Morris. Uh, Stamp from the beginning. And again, I'm glad you said that because it will be addressed because I'm telling you, we got about six or seven of these, and I don't want this to carry over into the next one. So that's why the only – I'm not trying to cut you off. No, or no, be disrespectful. I, I got it. I just know that you can yeah. go when it comes to this. Uh, you you – you, when it comes to these rants – Well,
1: he was – that one I can do it a lot shorter. The other one was a scroll. Okay. But all right, but I
0: know that when it comes to these rants, yeah, yeah. you get real John Holmeses. You know what I'm saying? Go, cool. John Holmes. You get real long. <laughs> that might have been way out of the no, way. No, 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 no. It, uh, it was nice
1: because it's the only time I've ever been that big. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, Tyrese Morris. Uh, hello, fellas. Uh, Tyree. I'm saying Tyrese. Tyree, here with my third email. Uh, damn nigga. While I am going uh, through the uh, through the episode again, I came across an episode where you two were discussing a documentary called Stamp From the Beginning. I believe the episode was from 2021. Anyway, I ended up watching it. Uh, it, was good. it was a good documentary. It definitely taught me things about slavery that I didn't know. Uh, things like Thomas Jefferson's contradiction with slavery and the abolitionists, as well as slavery transitioning from having both black and white slaves to only black slaves. Uh, so that the two kind of slaves don't turn against the slave owners. All in all, was a good documentary. A lot of the shows and documentaries that I watch have been from the recommendation of you two. So thank you. I uh, want to keep this email short, but just wanted to thank you all for the recommendations. Keep up the good work. Peace. Tyree Morris. Uh, yeah, Tyree, I didn't know those things either, which is what I stated uh, in the ep. Uh, But let me keep it moving, because, uh, again, this is uh, Andy. Andy's on the... Uh, He's, he's got some swinging to do. Uh, this is from Boozy. Stamped from the Deflecting. I like that title. I
1: like that though. That's good.
0: Y'all need to watch the buck-breaking documentary by Tariq Nasheed. It's definitely eye-opening. Uh, and indentured servants were never subject subjected to breeding farms. Search the origins of the term motherfucker. I didn't know this. And this made me go, holy fuck. Uh, did you know about this? No. All right. Uh, were never breeding farms. Search the origins of the term motherfucker where black boy slaves were forced to have sex with their mothers and other female slaves in order to breed more slaves, all sponsored by the Catholic Church. You have to admit it's two different circumstances and stop all the deflection. Let's keep it all the way real. chattel slavery was a doctrine supported by the Pope himself. Yes, an apology was issued a few years back. We all need to be educated, so salute for... Talking about the subject. <clears throat> on a lighter note, because I really needed to laugh, after the discussion, I watched the TED TV series on Peacock. It's 100% hit. It's target, uh, it, it 100% hit its target, and it's as funny as the movies. Check it out when you both get the chance. Still a fan of you both. and may not always agree with your perspective, but hey, uh, Akuna Matata, King Dong versus Puss, Pussy Illa is a great porn title. Uh, I'll let y'all do the setup piece.
1: That could be good. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that dude. That's I, crazy. I didn't know that about the Catholic church. I didn't know that about uh the motherfucker. Breeding. Yeah. Jesus. The Catholic church is the one that was allowed to make uh blacks, not human at the same human humane level of whites. That, Jesus. that was from the Catholic church. Mm, mm, so mm. that's what allowed it to, uh, uh, I guess there's no other way to say it, but uh, have the blessing. Wow. Let me ask you something. And I know that uh, your answer is going to be a defiant
0: no. But before you say no defiantly, really just give it a thought. Uh, Because we all think, wow, crazy shit, right? Yeah. We all thought about suicide, right? Yeah. Uh, We've all thought about murder. Yeah. Right? Have you ever thought about banging your mom?
1: You know, this is going to, dude, this gets just too deep for me to say. I thought when you were a little kid, what I thought, honestly. Yeah. You want the real, this is the real. real.
0: This is why I said before you defiantly go, no. No, I
1: didn't even defiantly go. Yeah, I was hoping you would do it with the same fervor. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that as a little kid, like your mom loved you and you loved your mom so much. That's the, that's our first love is our mom, I think. Right. That you eventually, uh, when I, and, and I, I mean, I was probably like four, but I thought maybe you, I thought that there was a point where uh, you would grow up and then you would just, you and your mom would leave. <laughs> did Like leave together? Yeah. Did, 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 right. she, my, my mom, I'm in right. love with, this would be my right. the person I, I, who's right. going to take care of me and spend the rest of my life with me. Right. I thought that that was part of, I thought that that might be what was supposed to happen. And then you know you get hopefully, but your brain matures and you know that that's not it. But right. I think that that's the whole uh, the whole thing about the the mother and son um, that Freud talks about. Yeah. So yeah, I I think people probably do think about it.
0: Did you? Did your mother ever get dressed around you? Yeah. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Uh When I was a kid, I remember the first time my mother changed her bra in front of me, and I thought my mom had a great pair of tits.
1: Well, those are the first tits you see. Yes, but. I never wanted to bang her. No, but if you don't see your mom's tits... I mean, I thought some things, but, you know, that... But the first time you see titties, they're, they're going to be your mom's, generally. Yeah. Unless you have uh, uh, someone else's titties that, you know, accidentally walk into the room, I guess. But your mom's... Right. I, I guess if your mom has good titties, maybe you'd like titties. The, the
0: first titties that accidentally walked into my mother's room was my father's.
1: <laughs> Well, that could scare you from liking titties, man. I Maybe mean, that's the problem. <laughs> I think that enhanced it. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I honestly that the, 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 there's a whole psych cycle development on, on that, and and right. that's our first love is our mom. For the for most people, that's your first love is your mom. So of course, I don't think that I thought about banging my mom. Right. But I did think that, you know, she had, you know, I thought that I was in love with my mom. I wasn't thinking that way. I thought I was, I was four. I wasn't thinking about this is the person I'm supposed to be. Right. But, yeah. Are y'all still there? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to shy away from anything on, this, on our podcast.
0: Um, have you seen the Ted thing? No, I haven't. Have you? I'm slightly curious because I know how funny the movies were. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I get attached to things. So I'm like, Mark Wahlberg ain't in it. So I, I but just, was he really the driving force that made you love that
1: movie? No. It was I, the bear. But I, I wonder if that, that is, becomes gimmicky after a while. What, the bear? Yeah, because you, you can buy into it for an hour and a half, like this is right. alive. But can you buy into it for a series every week? That this, this uh, sure. If you can buy into Family Guy, you know that's yeah, a but, cartoon. Yeah, but it's a cartoon. Yeah, that to me is like, if, if it's good, it's good. I, and I'm I'll, hearing it's really good. I'll be interested to see it. I, just, I right. just didn't know that I would buy into looking at this bear be alive every day.
0: Right. Uh, Cyril P. Slavery bat signal received. Yo, Aries bat signal received. I learned in high school about a guy named Carter G. Woodson. Oh. Oh, boy. I'm supposed to be asleep because it's winter, but I'm hungry. Louis back. Yeah, he's, he's done hibernating. Or oh, do bears come out in the winter? Do they sleep? What is it? Sleep they in sleep the winter. And they come out in the summer. Yeah, spring. So that joke made sense. Yeah. Uh, a great historical black man. He did or was involved in research regarding black slave owners and found out that most black slave owners only owned slaves because they wanted to treat family members better and eventually free them, such as wives, kids, and such but a few evil black slave owners existed and were just called race traders. So Aries was right mostly, and Andy was right slightly. <laughs> but his, <laughs> I love this guy. But Aries always says white tigers exist, exactly. Sad to say it applies to this as well. Much love, Cyril P. And that's what I said. The Sam Jackson character from the Django, of course them niggas exist. That's the white tiger. But I don't believe most black slave owners were brutally beating and treating their slaves like the white ones. Do you think black slave owners were, were having breeding farms, making black sons fuck
1: they black mothers? No, I don't. I, I never even heard of that. But uh, slavery wasn't just happening here. It was happening in South America. Uh, it, it, that was some of the most brutal slavery as well. And it's where I, I would be interested in seeing how I am just going to say. This
0: is where I feel like dude was saying, you just moved the goalpost. No, I didn't move We're the We're talking goal about post.
1: American chattel slavery. Okay, so let's talk about American chattel slavery. But it came, it was all through the Americas. It, it, the, some of the most brutal slavery was happening, like I said. It, when you, we bring up the Willie Lynch letters, those are from South America. That, that was somebody that was, a South, that was South American showing, brought up with these letters to show how to treat your slaves to get control over them. That's what that was. So, uh, I'm saying it's, it's... I'm not trying to move the goalpost. Slavery wasn't about uh, one thing.
0: Okay, I'm just saying, when we stick to the topic, though, we okay. were talking about here in America, okay.
1: in America, black
0: slave owners treating their black
1: slaves just as brutal okay. and cruel and vicious as white ones. You're right. I probably would say that if there is uh, some black slave owners, some would be wanting to protect their the, the other blacks in it. But... I guess you don't give a fuck if you're on the the black slave owner who is fucking beating his black slaves.
0: Yeah, you you don't give a fuck. But if I'm going to be the black slave to a black slave owner, I absolutely give a fuck if he's not going to treat me like the white one. Yeah. Do I want to be the slave? Of course not.
1: Yeah. But if I have to be the slave. But then he's really not. A black, the black slave owner. He's, he's, it's, a, it's a different function that he's using so that he can take care of his people. I'll take that function. I, no, no, I understand that, but that's not what all of them were, and that, that is part of it. And that's what I said, and I was slightly right according to him. There is no such thing as slightly right. We're either right or we're wrong. There were blacks that did that.
0: No, there's a such thing as slightly
1: right. Like if you only put it in so far, it's not cheating? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You got to go all the way to, for,
0: the, for it to be a cheap. Uh Beth Spies, new podcast listener. Oh, Steve, do your thing. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, just wanted to let you know I am loving the podcast. Beth, this is a... Oh, and she's a woman. Uh, I have been, been watching the last few days. You guys are great. I can't wait to see you both. See both of you is in Montreal in April. Hey, Beth, keep listening the way you're listening, but listen to Big Daddy.
1: Don't listen to him the listen way Listen to Big Daddy. No. Don't
0: listen to the ego. Jew. No, no, no. Ego. I want you to get the best bang for ego. your buck. It doesn't cost anything. Ego. We, we, yeah, listen to me. <laughs> uh, sweetie, keep listening the way you're listening, but the beginning. Open the book from the beginning, chapter one, and if, since you're binging, a keyword you just used, then binge. Yeah, binge. Episode one and hurry up and catch up. Yeah.
1: It's better that way. But don't, don't past the new episodes because she wouldn't even know we're going to be in Toronto if they listen the way you keep saying it.
0: If we miss a couple Canadian no, dollars... man, dude. So what? No. You know I don't mean
1: that. Yeah, I know. But no. You 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 want it because you want them to understand everything you're saying. Beth,
0: when you listen from the beginning, you're going to find out who Shamor is, and you're going to find out why she calls me Big Daddy. And you're going to find that out anyway? And you're going to find out uh, why she's the side bitch in the, in the seat with the chopper. And you're going to find out why you will eventually get a bitch badge. Yeah, and she's going to get that anyway. And she's going to come to the show in Toronto. When, you, when I see you in Toronto, I tell you what, we'll, let's work out a code, me and you, Beth. So I know it's you. When you see me and Andy, come up to the merch table with one titty out. And I will christen you uh, as a new podcast bitch badge holder. I will christen you. I will nightly.
1: There is something about one titty out that is sexier than when both titties are out. Yeah, because you want the other the one, one to come out. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if, like, a chick had one titty out and I was like Darth Vader? I had the force <laughs> and I could make the other titty come out
1: using the force. The force. The force. <sighs> Dude, if you could do that, you'd just walk <sighs> around all day like this.
0: Yeah, just different titties <laughs> popping out. <laughs>
1: Girls just, guys walking around smacking each other Uh, in the head, just trying to uh, get them (laughs) to. Yeah. Why did I turn into Mickey Mouse? Oh, oh.
0: Wayfu Guru TV. The unknown white on white violence of slavery. What's up, ANA? Y'all killing it on the pod with this uh, content and the consistency. On the topic of owning slaves, The time period is looked at for being brutal and merciless, but what many people don't know is that this was a society coming of the back, coming. I think he meant to say, coming off the back end of the Wild Wild West days. Uh, This was insane. This was an insane transition period for an unconnected, uneducated people. Andy always pointed out half the picture. This was the way people who had wealth acted back then, owning property have a farm, to have a family, and slaves was a sign of great wealth. Aries, just like now, not every white person was rich. Not every white person had an education. These whites were considered no different from black. They were stripped of their family name, sold into slavery, and raped as well, but often became bodyguards or laborers, not slaves. Where is the proof? It's in the slave logs of the owners. Yes, they were treated better. Yes, they were treated humane. When the white slave owner seen the white slave, he took pity for them as it was himself. But understand this, what Andy is pointing out, is that they they were robbers, rapers, bandits, killers, kidnappers that didn't work on that farm. There were whites who were predatory towards other whites as well as black. A runaway slave could be caught and tortured and give away the location of his slave master's ranch to potential evil white men who cause even more who caused even more chaos. There was no map quest, no GPS wandering around. Wandering around was dangerous. Uh, So both the black and white slaves were a way of punishing a small militia, militia, militia? Militia. Militia militia, to protect your land and your family. So for these places to exist and work, uh, there had to exist some level of peace and comfort and safety. Black life, important, wasn't being managed which led to black life being so cheap. The human race has never changed. I believe the phrase, an idiot is born every minute, refers to uh, there is always someone who hasn't experienced this stage in life. So when a horny teenage group of white boys who know white women are fucking... <sighs> Dude, after no white women are fucking, you put a period when you didn't have to. Let me reread something. Uh, an idiot is born every minute. An idiot is born every minute. An idiot is born every minute. We'll keep going until you laugh.
1: I'm laughing. I really <laughs> want to hear what this guy has to say. Okay. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, when white women are fucking. Work all week and put their money together. They could literally buy life to do with, for their choosing. And yeah, they made some evil choices. Yeah, slavery sucked, but I'd rather be here than there. Fuck them other third world countries that are just Flint, Michigan with no internet. Much love, my brothers.
1: Now, I, I, after you, you did your, <laughs> I, I was kind of lost for the rest of the. the Right. I, I, but yeah i'm not i don't I'm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know what he was trying to say. there was a lot of trying in this uh and I have brought it up uh not most most whites were not slave owners slave owners were rich elites they didn't like doing business with other whites that were poor they didn't like doing they weren't definitely doing business with blacks they weren't mm-hmm. free blacks they weren't doing they were elites and they brought they they brought that same caste system from England over here to the United States where if you were the upper crust you mixed with the upper crust you didn't mix with lower people mm-hmm. and that's what was brought over here but and and blacks weren't cheap uh they they said the average slave was in today's dollars would be a Honda Civic i'm, I'm just being honest that so how many people could have an have uh 10 Honda Civics in, in their outside. How many poor people could have? Right. Some people can't afford a car. These people had multiple uh, slaves. There were people that had money. They were they were prosperous, and this is what they used to, to continue to fund their money. When I said that they used uh, humans as equipment because they didn't have equipment, so the equipment was the humans. I, I, I think some of the things that get lost is that when I say them, I say them as a matter of fact and not. Trying to, to to have compassion in this, I don't think that there should be any compassion in the idea of slavery. It was a, not a compassionate idea. It's a horrible. Well, if slavery idea. is
0: going to exist, I absolutely there should be an, an idea of compassion. It would be great, but it shouldn't exist. People right should, But if it's going to But I'm not going to Please turn, put in some, pa- some But I'm not compassion. talking
1: about Slavery in a compassionate way I know I know I'm just because, it, Yeah I know But I'm, I'm saying that Because it's not a Compassionate project This is some You have no say over Your well-being Your life uh, Who you Who you're with Even And, and, and people uh, The cruelty of slavery Let's be honest The cruelty of slavery Is you could You could marry someone And you had to keep that secret Because if they didn't want you To be together They could just separate you Sell off your wife Sell off your husband And now you don't they, or, or not
0: sell off your wife And then they is Prima Nocta?
1: Yeah, mm. but it, that that it, there isn't even Prima. It's just it, because there's no say you have no uh, you have no free will, so anything can be done to you. Dude, it, I, I love that moment in
0: uh, Avengers: Ultron when they're all trying to lift Thor's hammer, and Robert Downey Jr. attempts to do it, and he goes, "You do understand that if I lift this, I will be reinstating Prima Nocta." <laughs> What a great lie for his character, because that's
1: who Tony Stark, Stark was. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think people, I, I think that that's the mistake that I have made or have not said. I it's appalling. I'm not I'm not trying to defend it. I'm trying to put it in context to the time and and look at it for most white people at that time did not own slaves. We're talking about a time when there was 13 colonies. We're talking about the separation of the United States people fought to separate that, to, to lose it. And then I think the again, when I say, and I haven't had any feedback on this, I don't know if you have any in there. The most appalling thing to me is when we get to Jim Crow, uh, Jim Crow laws, because we, we went through a war to get rid of this and a certain group of people figured out a way to reinstate it in a different way. So that's the biggest, that to me is even more sinful because that uh, it's the most deaths ever on American soil is the uh is the Civil War or I think is the most i I'm, I'm not sure, but I think that that was the most, and it was to abolish slavery and to reunite the union and to do that uh it's it all those lives that that passed were for no reason because then they figured out a way to go back and do it, so they died in vain and that's that's disgusting, and then we were allowed that to really happen. And we like to say 1960s is when it ended, but it didn't really end to 19 to around 70 because all these things were still put into action. And then it's still the backlash of it. We, we we're we still going through it today. So, no, I, I, I'm not I, – I don't think there's a way for a white guy to discuss it without pissing off a black person. To be honest, I think that that's really what it comes down to.
0: <clears throat> Real quick, uh, I'm going to read this one from Weifu too because it's short and sweet. Uh, maybe Andy is on to something. Uh, sup, A&A. This is from Wayfu Guru TV. Just wanted to tap in and say I've been homeless the past week, and I think Andy is on to something. Washing myself with just soap in hand tricks my mind into thinking <laughs> I'm clean for longer. It all makes sense now. Oh. You know, I know you're laughing, but the man just said he's been homeless for the past week. Yeah. Oh, Insert he-
1: laugh. I'm not happy about that But he thinks he's cleaner with the soap You are, you're cleaner Because then you washed your hand afterwards And you're nice and clean I'm not happy he's homeless I'm happy that he figured out a new way to wash his ass dude,
0: forgot to tell you Andy, I had a dream today That woke me up Out of my sleep And I couldn't stop laughing for 10 minutes Dude, I had a dream That you and I were performing fucking theater and Shaq came to our show it was packed 10 minutes into your set the lights went out so you were pissed so you walked backstage to get this fucking bar stool of a chair and you and you were walking with such anger and disgust and when you went to go put the fucking chair down you miscalculated the length of the stage and you in this chair fell off stage, and the cha- and stage was as high as the one in Chicago. Man. you hit the ground with such a thud. You, 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 Shaq fell out of his chair and was rolling around with you on the ground, dire laughing, and when you got up, your glasses was off, and you knocked out all the front of your teeth. <laughs> Andy, would I tell you I woke up? I couldn't stop laughing, dude. (laughs) The fall was so violent. And when you
1: hit the ground, you went, oh, dude, oh, my God. You know what I think this is? I think this is you having the dream that the moment of us when we're going to be at the Hulu Center in Madison Square Garden on what was the date? May
0: 19th or 18th.
1: May 18th or 19th. You guys can look it up. It's on Aries. Yeah. uh, I think the you that that's that's your that's in your head that's you saying this this moment may be too big for Andy. And that he's gonna come in and no. <laughs> he's gonna miss the stage and he's gonna fall and break his ass on the ground and knock out all his teeth that same night. I think that's what this is. That's how, that's what this is saying. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> I think that's what this is. It was is.
0: so vivid, dog.
1: Oh. Okay. I wish you could I wish you could re- an- we could animate that cuz that would be funny. Oh well. my god, it was so violent.
0: Um, um Richard J Patreon question for Andy. Uh hey guys, uh I've got a question for Andy. So Aries go sit in the corner with a bag of candy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andy several episodes back Aries talked about his pre-g- pre-g- pre-gig warm-up, wearing headphones with a do not approach me from the rear sign strapped to his back. Uh, Andy, Andy, what is your pre-gig warm-up routine? Secondly, uh, for the both of you, when are you coming to the UK, you cocksucker's pussy or something? Come over and see us. Love you both. Jay Cardiff, Wales. Well, before I give ants and Andy the floor, uh, I am desperately trying to get to the UK. I would love to get to the UK. I've been asked this question several times. I'm just hoping that when we get to the UK, I could stay at a friend's house. Cocksucker, <laughs> <laughs> are you there? Are you guys gonna talk basketball, Brandon? Cocksucker,
1: going talk basketball? Uh,
0: talk Jordan? No, no, because I heard that he's got all his windows gated up, so he can't jump out of them okay. when the conversation starts. Go ahead. You have a pre-gig warm-up? you see me. I don't have any pre-gig warm-up. No, he just sits around and eats
1: matzo ball soup. No, I, I absolutely am just angry that, <laughs> that I'm not going to do well. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my pre-game warm-up. Uh, I, I like to check out the crowd once, like kind of about a half an hour before, like when we first get to the, the, the uh, venue. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I like to go in and have something to drink and uh, get ready. I don't, I don't really think that much about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm different. Uh, I think a lot of people have something else that they do. I just don't. I used to. I used to do this thing where I'd jump up and down for a few seconds trying to get my blood going. And, and I, it's like, nah, Really? Anyway. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Um, I
0: found it. This is what I was looking for that I wanted to play yesterday, but I found it now. Curtis Singleton. Jadakiss tells Jordan secret Jordan rules to meeting people. Uh, yo, a I saw this clip in Aries, I immediately thought of you And how you would prepare yourself Before having a formal meeting with MJ Anyway, fellas, keep up the good work Can't wait to see you again next time You're in Philly Cocaine Kurt Let's give this a listen He looks you up and down Before you really What you got on determine How many words you gonna get from <laughs> So if you got one of the competitors on he might just give you a fifth, uh, or elbow or head. If you don't got, if you don't got Jordan's brand or Nike on, Nike still gonna might get you a light like, short sentence, but well, it's gonna, it's gonna gone, get you yeah. an ear. Yeah. If you see the symbol, your conversation can be a little bit more extensive than. Cause, cause I know you mean, got one of the enemies on, but I had the rugby a Jordan, right? is crazy, Jordan. Exactly. Yo. So it's all, like, the, all the joy rugby. Boy you look good boy <laughs> <laughs> so You look good yeah. You look good boy What you need I'm like What you mean What you need Everything You know that I was next I need everything <laughs> He looks you up
1: Dude how come you don't do Jadakiss
0: You know a lot of people would say I sounded like Jadakiss But they, they would say I sounded like Jadakiss the way I sound right now, and I'm
1: like, I don't hear that at all. No, you don't. It's not gravelly, though. Right, but you
0: know when I do it, yeah. You know, easy. What you got on? So maybe that's something I might have to put in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh. No, that that's funny. as Fuck, man. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. I would be so fucking nervous to meet this dude. I feel like I'm walking up to meet. You know the scene in Malcolm X when Denzel meets Elijah Muhammad, the honorable mm-hmm. Elijah Muhammad, yeah. for the first time. And he's just fucking leaking from both eyes. And he's humbled and he's hunched over and he's walking slow. You were a drug dealer with pimp and now you are. I'd be like that nigga. Like, How's this nigga going?
1: You know what I mean? You know uh, what's funny because we don't have royalty. Right. We never had royalty. You know, yeah. this is America. But we have royalty. Right. But it's, 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 it's it's given like through by our feelings of certain people like yeah. and jordan is one of those people yeah yeah you know so you yeah but I, I don't i don't mind
0: giving you the respect of you being the royalty as long as you are humble enough to receive it
1: yeah but that's like not like
0: when i met ali well, he was also you know no but i think well he, he was yeah. you know he was in the condition he was in but still, even if he wasn't, you never got the sense Ali wasn't humble. He's one of the people. He's one of the people. So, you know, whereas Jordan, I don't know what you... Am I going to get to Jay Moore, Jordan? Or am I going to get to, you know, the horror story, Jordan,
1: I've heard? Well, okay, but let me ask you this question. Do you think Muhammad Ali today, as a young man, could still be... One of the people, or do you think there has to be some because people have too much access to you? They have too much. Mm. No, do you, or do you think that that you have to have a different kind of guard up now? You asking me, or about Ali? I'm asking, I'm saying Ali today. Could he be that same? Absolutely,
0: I think he would. I never got the sense that I got the sense that he enjoyed the reverence, he enjoyed it as long as you weren't disrespectful.
1: Yeah, but people are disrespectful today. People don't have. I don't a, know. Do you think you'd be disrespectful against a boxer? But people have. People don't have a. You know that you, you see. We see it. People don't have a. We we. You know what, what's it called when you have a certain boundaries. Distance, yeah, some boundaries. People don't have boundaries anymore. People get in your business. They're all close to you. They they say things that. And, you know if you want to if you know there used to be a time where if you thought you wanted to take a shot be funny, like. You might walk up to the and you might look and say, "Okay, have a moment. No one else is listening." And try to throw something at somebody. You know, maybe funny, maybe a little sideways, but you know, thinking, "Oh, they'll get it. They'll think it's funny." But you wouldn't just go up and like they do now, just in the middle in front of everybody, just try to like put your chest out and and and, and, and say some shit.
0: Right, because we didn't have
1: uh, social media, which makes people brave. Yeah, this is a different time. I, I'm. I, that's why I don't think. I think that this boundary that we, people have put up is, is be, to protect them from what is what people are trying to get their little bit of come up because if they can do something, they can put on video or they can get right, there. Right. It's different today. And I yeah. don't know that uh, an Ali could exist in this world. It would have been
0: interesting to see him how, to see how he would have mastered this technology in his favor because he was always a showman. Yeah, He always knew how to work that camera so how would his how would this device been
1: with him you know it, it, it's 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 an interesting idea because i think that the the people the showmen from back then there was quite a few showmen there was people that knew how to how to manage that career right. and keep that working but it wasn't always in their face the same way and it wasn't and it was controlled by very few people now it's controlled by everybody and, and how do you take your life back without putting up those and, and it
0: makes everybody think they're good. Because, dude, <laughs> let me tell you, when I, when I see certain things, like people do impressions, and I go to the comments, and it's just, oh, you nailed it, oh, that was great, amazing. And as a guy that does impressions, and I'm one of the best at them, it irritates me. Because I'm going, what do you motherfuckers hear? If you were singers, you would be terrible. The notes, these people aren't hitting the notes. What are you hearing? You know, so like, you- you know this that, that, is how talented I am, Andy. <laughs> this dude last night, remember the guy that came up that had like the little turban thing on? Yeah, 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 He said he was a comedian. Yeah. He says to me, because of you and Godfrey Aries, I do impressions. Then he goes on to do Rodney Dangeville. He says, before he does it, I do a mean Rodney. He did it for me. I didn't say nothing. In my mind, I'm going, you're not even close. But in his mind, he chose to tell me I do a mean Rodney. You know why? Because he's doing it online and there are people going, that's amazing. No, it's not even close, dude. Listen, listen, when I did Rodney on Vlad, now I, listen, I don't claim that Rodney Dangerfield is one of my best, but I flirt with it. But when I did it, Vlad was like, yo, that pretty good. But when I tell the this story about the Eddie Murphy. You know, I oh, don't know, kid. Oh, you're too dirty. Where are you going to go with that, kid? Oh. And then cut to Caesar's Palace. Oh, no. Now, I don't know if that's the best, but I'm pretty much there. I'm in the parking lot of the arena. This nigga last night was at home in his closet. He hadn't even gotten in the car to get to the parking
1: lot. But that's, that's he doesn't have, this is, this is the silly part he doesn't have the whole world looking at him going, nope, nope. And that's nope. what's missing. Yep. 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 That's what's
0: missing. Because, dude, and I'm telling you, and, and when I said, I know I'm being funny in my vanity, but, but we, when I said, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm this is how talented I am. Dude, and I, listen, I, I've given credit. My man, Joe Godot, Godot, the one who I showed you, yeah. the Arnold. There's a few dudes and girls who I've seen do impressions. I go, holy fucking shit. But, all the people trying to do impressions. You could name on one hand the really good ones, and I'm one of them, but all them motherfuckers out there that's doing them, exactly. Nope, nope, nope. But they got so many people telling them yep that they're they're fucking delusional.
1: Because people don't waste, you know what? People didn't used to waste their yeps on on nothing. People don't waste their nose on nothing. Unless you're someone that they can knock down, they're not even, they're just, they're scrolling past but you. But before this here? Yeah. We didn't have access
0: to right. everybody like that but, to go,
1: yep. To, but no, but they just, now, if they don't like it, they just scroll past it. They don't even put no in it. But now their friends go, yep, 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 <sighs> yep. So that's what makes people think that they have something that maybe they don't. I'm not saying that they do or they don't. I didn't see it. All I'm saying is that this is how this works. You, 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 get, you have a lot of friends, family that will tell you, that have always told you you are great at what you do. And they'll continue to put yes in there. And people who don't give a shit about you, don't know you, don't care about you. They'll just scroll right past you. Only when you have a come up, and there's people that know you who don't know you, are the ones that want to knock you down, and they'll put no. That worst impression I've ever heard. Right. So this is the this is the, this is where we live now. It's a different world. It's, that's why I'm saying I don't know that an Ali works anymore. I don't know if any of the people's champions work anymore, because I don't think they're allowed to be with the people. Well, at least I'll say this, at least with the champions, especially, you
0: know, even an older Mike Tyson, yeah, you got to have some common sense about you. At least what I would think that if, if you're a boxer, if you're an MMA, UFC fighter, any kind of motherfucker badass, you proceed with caution. Yeah. When you go, you know, people want to take their shot. OK, but proceed with caution.
1: Well, it was a different time, though, too, because back in those days, if someone was disrespectful for you to you. You could fucking crack a motherfucker, and there was no evidence, and no one said anything about it, or because, could record it because they thought you deserved it for doing that, right? So there was no, you weren't held accountable for that. Now, someone does something disrespectful to you, you crack them, you now you're in court. Yeah. So it's a different world. I don't think that I don't think the same people can be the same people today. I think it's a different world. Ali D,
0: Cat Williams, uh, short email. Hey, A&A, just wanted to see if you guys saw Kat's appearance on Shannon Sharp podcast and what your thoughts are on what he was saying. Ali D, I know you listen to this podcast consistently, so you know we, we already addressed this. I will say this, and I, and I actually take some pride and comfort in knowing this. There's a video I sent to Andy where Dave Chappelle is at a comedy club, and what's interesting, I don't know how this really what this scenario was because I know Dave locks up your phones. So I don't know if this was Dave just being there or if this was a Dave Chappelle performance, the phones would have been locked up. But anyway, the footage, you can clearly tell, is coming from a camera that somebody snuck in.
1: This might have been a D-Ray show, though.
0: Maybe. Because uh, D-Ray and Dave were on stage debating the cat situation. And basically, Dave was saying, yo, Cat was wrong for that. What part of the game is this that you talk shit about other black men where you could fuck up their paper? And the part that I took pride in is the goat of comedy is agreeing with my stance and I said the same thing and of course I've been catching it god damn it you go to my post I am Tony Montana balcony scene being attacked by a thousand Colombians and it's just me they are coming for me and I I, I, I couldn't wait to read the comments because I'm like damn are they gonna go after the goat and sure enough again to my point niggas love drama Oh, Dave is wrong. Dave is blah, blah, blah. Dave is exposing himself. He's one of the Hollywood elites. Oh, he's just saying that because now we know Dave put on a dress for fucking Robin Hood men in tights. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. And even if Dave didn't do it, I stand on what I said. I'm not going to switch gears because I'm catching the flack. This ain't the first time I've caught flack. But just to know that the GOAT we on the same thought process. I'll take I take pride in that. Fuck that. I said it before and I'll say it again. What Cat did was unnecessary and it didn't change anything for the betterment of us. So what was the point? What was the point? And Dave even said, you know, he said in the, in, the, in video, you know, you went after all these black men, but why don't you talk about any of these white boys in the game? They're the real gatekeepers.
1: What's funny is I saw a clip where someone put something out and it was Gary Owen talking about some of the white dudes, a white dude specifically that was a producer on the Steve Harvey show. And then at the end of the video, it still blamed Steve Harvey for it. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand it at all. And, and Gary Owen said, uh, it's not this wasn't on Steve Harvey. He had nothing to do with this. Uh, right.
0: So oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's it, it's funny how this does, but, you know, to, uh, you know, not. Uh, it doesn't change anything you said, but, you know, Kat's been talked about now for how many weeks? Should
0: I just some I just saw a clip where some Saturday Night Live did a uh, a skit on it.
1: Cat's more famous now than he's been in a long time. He hasn't been this famous since he fought at a high school, a junior high school kid. So this is, this is, this is, this is you know, you know, this is, a, this is a big deal. So I, you know, there is a reason why maybe he did it. So, you know, take it for whatever you want. Um,
0: I can't wait till you see the clip because I really would, really want your your thoughts. I, on I gotta it. watch it because another thing people said in the comments, and listen, it was hard for me to tell was Dave drunk. He seemed a little saucy, so was this
1: rant alcohol fueled? was he drunk? I don't know, but then it's honest. it's an honest rant if he even is a little right. it just has a little little lubrication yeah, yeah, oh no, I would use lubrication that's what they call it when you drink a little alcohol I know what to call it yeah lubrication i I would go with it lubrication's
0: a good word for it, and when I think lubrication, I think anal Two. you <laughs> saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What else you need lube for? Uh, some some women need some, you know. You said you're the one who said you like them sixty plus year old women. Hakatui. <laughs> no one said. <laughs> I manufacture my own
0: lube, nigga. Hakatui. <laughs> Let's go out with our boy because it's been a minute. Yip 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 yip. Here he. Here he. Divine cast. Scroll. (laughs) It's not even that big of a scroll. Prince versus Michael. My Hasidic homeboys, Happy New Year, niggas. Let's see if I can get, keep this shit short. New Year's resolution. That was his New Year's resolution, to keep it short. Michael Jackson did play basketball, and he'd run circles around Prince. See his music video with Michael Jordan. Nah, nigga. nah. You talking about, uh... For Space Jam, I don't think that was for Space Jam. The song was called Jam, Michael Jackson can. Prince is a better ball player than Michael Jackson. Um, That's not CGI or a stand-in. That's Michael. Uh, There's video of him playing with his brothers, and my MJ had handles. Now, that I didn't see, so maybe. Uh, Second, Michael Jackson uh, was a musical genius. Michael may have not played a variety of instruments like Prince, but he did compose all his music. This includes sounding out the uh, sounding out the sequences for the drummers and guitar players, and then there's the background background vocals. Look up how he did. Uh, Don't stop till you get enough. Mike will always be recognized as the king of pop, while Prince will be recognized for Dave Chappelle skits. No disrespect to the legend. He's recognized a little bit more than that. Uh, keep your pen pan strong and your whole train long, Dewan. Beep beep beep. beep. That was Devon Curse. Um. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday on Michael Jackson Yeah,
1: you know what though, there's, there's some more to this though there, there is a little bit more to this And uh, I, I like, listen, I'm not going to take You're not taking away the King of Pop from Michael Jackson I'm not trying to do that with saying that I think Prince was a great musician within himself And I do right. believe Prince carved out his own lane and had everything that was Prince And no one has ever been able to duplicate that or imitate that but I also think Michael had some advantages, like uh, Michael, and we didn't talk about this on the podcast, Michael brought Brooke Shields with him to the uh, to the Grammys.
0: <clears throat> if I'd have brought Brooke Shields to the Grammys, y'all know Brooke they got fucked that night.
1: So this, <laughs> it, 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 that's a whole different lane that Prince right. was in that Michael Jackson wasn't in. Right. And that also contributed to him and the crossover and what he was able to do. Right. So, you know, don't take, don't, what I'm saying is you can keep Michael Jackson as the king of pop. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that, but stop shitting on Prince. Prince is not, if if Michael's the, if Michael's the king, Prince is still the prince.
0: That's good. I see what you did there.
1: So I'm not trying to uh, take anything away from Michael by saying that I think that Prince is underappreciated in, in, in this industry. Right. <clears throat> and, and that's one of the things that I think we're really bad about. Elevating Prince does not mean devaluing Michael Jackson. I, I, I don't even think
0: Michael Jackson is was capable of being
1: devalued. Okay, so 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 then there is should be no problem in this statement that I think that there, I think Prince listen, was a better musician. Uh, listen, as far as the pussy magnet, nobody beats
0: Prince. But I have never seen grown men faint and cry at a Prince concert.
1: Michael, Michael Jackson made grown men bald. And, and then we'll, we'll talk worldwide. I worldwide. Don't, I don't know what Prince's effect in Japan is, let's say. I know what Michael's effect and, and And saying that is, I didn't have to seek that out. It, 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 it just happens. You know right. that because you see it on the news. Right. You see it on TV. I don't know what Prince's effect is. There is no denying who Michael Jackson is. I think we undervalue someone who is as talented as Prince. At the same time, had they been a different, had there been a different generation, like let's say a Jordan and a, a, a LeBron James, maybe they would be looked at differently. They were at the same time, though.
0: We in Germany loved Prince's assless jeans. It was a great way when we go out to the clubs at night and we party. I'm Hans and my brother Schnitzel, and we would go out. <laughs> we would go to the clubs and Prince's ass out jeans and that's how we would attract other men says who is that beautiful blonde specimen with his cheeks out it's my brother (laughs) (laughs) Snitzel. when doves cry
1: (laughs) Uh, I think that's it is that it? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this because I want to end this whole problem with this uh, debate, black and white, me, slavery, whatever it is, racial, whatever this tension is. Listen, really quick, I'm gonna get this. Say it, snitzel. I'm gonna get this over in a few sentences. Obviously, America still has a problem with this. Obviously, it can't be talked about it without any racial tensions. I understand that America needs to take accountability for what it did wrong. It needs to do, and I hate to use Germany as an example, but Germany has. Taken it uh, Has taken responsibility. They have removed things that shouldn't be where they are, shouldn't be, uh, should have been taken down. They have made museums to show what they have done wrong, and they have taken accountability and labeled people as such. Thomas Jefferson should be able to be able to be talked in the same way as someone who, was, who, who did something dramatic to, to uh, start a country, but he should be talked about for what he was and the contradictions of who he was. It should be taught in schools. It should be taught everywhere. We must accept everything that's wrong with the country so that we can uplift what is right with this country. And that's the problem. That's why we can't talk about it because everybody thinks it's some side kind of language that we're trying to do one way or the other. And there's a lot of people that won't take responsibility for what this country has done. It was wrong and it should be done that way. And until we do that, we're always going to be in the same position. Listen,
0: I got to ask you this because it just came to me. You know how much I love Bill Maher in real time. But I've also said there are times when I think that Bill Maher has a very... If snobbish is just the right word, nose in the air attitude of where like he's never wrong. There was a rapper I can't remember the rapper who was on his show. I saw this clip, and he basically was talking about how yo reparations need to be paid for what my ancestors went through. And Bill takes a pause and goes, "Yeah, but you're not your ancestors, so you don't, why should it be given to you?" And, of course, the audience applauded. And dude looked dumbfounded and didn't have a comeback. And I was watching this and I said to myself, if that was me, I would have said, yeah, but your people benefit from it today. That's why. But the dude didn't have a comeback. Was Bill wrong in saying
1: that? Bill's not wrong, but he's not right. And this is this is where the problem becomes. This is where the problem becomes because we never uh, we never acknowledged it in the first place. So how do you fix a problem that you don't acknowledge existed in the first place? Um, reparations to me, this is a tough one, and no one's going to like this one. But I'll, I'll say it. I, I don't think that there's reparations for slavery because it was legal. It was legal. It was sold. It was sold from Africans. Sold Africans brought the, they were brought here. It was legal. Uh, I didn't say it was right. I said it was legal. And you can't, how do you hold someone responsible for doing something legal? You change the laws, but you can't, you can't hold them responsible for something that they did was legal. Where I do think reparations are do come into place is for Jim Crow laws. I think that you can find the people that, uh, and that, that, is, that is touchable. That is not when, when Bill Maher says your ancestors. This is not your ancestors now. We're talking about a, a couple generations at most. And you have... Deliberately, after uh, after law, after a war was had, laws were passed. You figured out a way to around end and move a whole group of people backwards and held them back for almost a hundred years. Now, and, and and this is important because this is one of the things that the guy said. He said, uh, uh, "Left with no money, and they weren't really free." No, man, you were free. You were so free that you had some of the best economic engines in the country. There were Black Wall Street that were making money. You were producing doctors. You were producing lawyers. You were producing. And, and how'd that turn out? And they took it down. So for that, I think reparations are in order. I think you could go back and you can find those people and that family, which is only two generations out. And you can, you, that should be done. And how do you do it? You don't even have to do it with cash. You could do it with no taxation to those people. You could do it with scholarships and college funding. There's a lot of ways it could be done. I'm not saying any of what I just said was correct uh, as far as how to give reparations. I'm just saying there's other ways to do it. It doesn't even have to be cash out of pocket. It could be incentivizing so that people can benefit for the loss that they didn't have, they should be able to benefit. The, the The children of those families should be able to benefit because that is the around end that I am the most embarrassed about. Because that's close to my time. This is where I can touch it. I was born in sixty five. There wasn't civil rights until 60, 62. Right. So this is in my time period. So I, I I don't see how you could that one. I don't know how how anybody would argue that one. Listen. Uh- Folks, to any DJs out
0: there, people that put together and produce tracks, I will cash app you $200 if you can put together a compilation of some of the shit that Andy says for some of these words and make a beat to it. To what did I say? What, what
1: word did I use He said,
0: if I'm could touch it.
1: Yeah, I can... <laughs>
0: Dude, that was... Uh, if what?
1: somebody could... Be... Touch it. If, if,
0: if, 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 if I'm could touch it if 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 i'm katutcha and, and then just put together a bunch of andy's crates w- me, and me, me, Mexicans me, <laughs> mexican if i'm katutcha <laughs> and just put a track together yo dude i would pay for that
1: i am serious though but yeah the, i think <clears throat> that would be funny if you did that i, I don't speak very well uh, 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 aluminum
0: if if i'm katutcha aluminum i don't Mexicans? enunciate uh, yeah, just all his fuck ups, man, his fucked up enunciation and put a track to that, oh my God, I would pay for that. That might be the new podcast intro,
1: oh, that wouldn't be bad actually you know what i'm saying if 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 I could touch it, all right, that's it. Oh, uh, where we're gonna be? Let's do this real quick. I don't know how we're gonna do this. Uh, guys, uh, again, February next week, we're supposed to be in, uh, you, well, you're listening to this. We're supposed to be in uh, Corpus Christi guys. That show was canceled. Get your ticket money back. We're not going to be out there. February 15th to the 18th. We're going to be at the helium in Buffalo, New York, February 23rd to 24th. Funny bone in Albany, New York. March 9th, Holland Civic Center in Michigan. Our first time back out there in quite a while. Please, guys, come on out. Get those if, tickets if, now. I've got to lock that date down, man. March 15th to the 16th, <clears throat> Cincinnati, Funny Bone in Liberty Township. If, if, if I could touch it. March 22nd to the 23rd, Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. Mexicans. March 29th to the 31st, Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. April Aluminum. 5th, we're going to be at the Parker in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. April 11th, we're going to be at, uh, this is the beginning of our swing in canada uh april 11th river cree in enoch alberta canada uh, april 12th uh gray eagle in calgary uh april 13th to the 14th we're back in the states at syracuse uh at the funny bone april 15th back in canada Dartmouth music toronto uh april 19th to the 21st Can I get you anything? We're going to be in Cleveland. Just a bit outside. That's April 19th through the 21st. April 27th, back in Canada at Bronson Center, Ottawa. (coughs) Uh, April 28th, Olympia, Montreal, Quebec. And April 30th at Bella Rose in Halifax, Nova Scotia. May uh, May 2nd through the 5th, we're going to be at the Helium in Portland, Oregon. May 9th, we're going to be at the Meyer Theater in Green Bay, Wisconsin. May 11th at the Wilbur in... Boston. Uh, May 17th through 18th, uh, Toledo, Funny Bone. And May 24th, Funny Bone in Richmond, Virginia. And I was trying to find when we're going to be back. And in... I don't think we have it in here. That's why I can't find it. When are we going to be at the Helium Center in, uh, in, in, in Madison Square Garden in New York? What's May 18th. Yeah, I don't think it's on my list here. So May 18th. Well, that's when they say we're in uh, Toledo. Maybe. May 18th? No, May 18th. Okay, scratch that Toledo. May 18th, we're going to be at the, uh, we're not going to be in Toledo. They're probably rescheduling that. And we're going to be at the Helium, no, not Helium, the Hulu Center in, uh, where the hell is it? What, which one is it? The, the one in New York. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I want the you Hulu to see. The
0: Hulu Yeah. Oh shit! I, I'm sorry. I, I just—I thought you
1: were going to throw something in there, good.
0: I, I, I was—I was caught up. I, I was reading. Some Jordan shit. throws the
1: lob. Oh, look! <laughs> Scotty decided not to come into the game. Oh, hey man, you <laughs> might didn't make every shot.
0: I've missed nine thousand shots in my career. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Do it real quick before we go. I got to play something. Because, again, I know y'all motherfuckers be thinking Aries be on his old man on the porch shit. But this is what I mean. I, got, I try to back my shit up with facts. Listen to this real quick, what my man says about rap.
1: Next to a weak ass rapper with half the talent, because I'm desperate.
0: Just look at what he's become. Some artists make a career eating other people's crumbs. No claim for a claim, but claim patient. Hanging with bigger names just to stay fame adjacent. Now you ponder why the genre's in a decline. Everything disposable, nothing worthy to rewind. We're content with content and not. Muffer said. Now you ponder why the genre is in a decline. Everything is disposable, nothing nothing worthy of a rewind. Lyrics, man. Lyrics, people. What you talking about? You heard what he said? Yo, rewind that. Let me hear that again. Today's rap, garbage. Nothing worthy of a rewind. Damn, that's it.
1: goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. (laughs) You guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn.
0: Hmm. You think you're going to live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? If any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that, you come with me, I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're all welcome! The joint!